When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios, it's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern. That's right. That's right. It's Fantasy Football Throne Day, which means we are on the clock right now at the 1.1 overall pick. Your boy Smitty doesn't draft a team. You draft the team. I work for you. I work for you. And because of that, we've got a little draft today called the Fantasy Football Throne. And when I say little, I mean the biggest Instagram expert league out there. Why? Because the followers draft the team for the expert. So when I go on the clock, my house, my team, Team Smitty, House Smitty, my people draft my team via vote. And I take the team you choose for me into battle against the other 11 experts that we've handcrafted as some of the best Instagram pages on IG. And we're going to take it down. We're going to absolutely kill it. We've got the one pick. We all kind of know it's probably going to be JT. But we're going to do it official and do it live. Do it the right way. And, and poll you guys and see what you think. So cast your vote on screen. Cast your vote. Jeb says JT all the way. Coach JT. JT. Uh, JFT. Swaggy has an, a mad emoji. You're picking the guy you like. You're upset. I don't understand. Meet the woo JT. Don't get it twisted guys. Who's going to get it twisted? We're still going to vote. We still got to cast the vote Swaggy. JT. 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 Kenneth Walker. JT, JT, Derek Henry, just kidding. That's a JT. Pretty clear. Pretty clear we're going with the JT. JT might be a Team Smitty, the Fantasy Football Show member, walking into 2022 Fantasy Football Throne. And we kicked around the idea of, like, would we want to trade out of the pick? We like the 12 pick a whole lot this year. We like a lot of draft slots more than normal Never in the history. I get asked this question all the time. Smitty, what's the best pick in fantasy football? If you could choose any pick, what pick would you pick, Smitty? And I always say that you're ridiculous for even asking the question, Bob. And I always say... But this year... No, no, no. This year is different. This year is a year where the 12 pick actually is... Almost tied with the one, but almost doesn't cut it, Bob. Almost doesn't cut it, Bob. We're not trading the pick, okay? So, we are going to roll with the 1.1. We're not trading it. We talked about it just to make sure, because this league's about you. I'm going to bring up every potential scenario we can cook up, because this league's about you. Gotta be JT. JT, Swaggy with the thumbs up. JT, obviously JT. I'm a Justin Jefferson guy, says the Bruce. Um, 
the Bruce is Luke. The Bruce is like, look, we're taking J, we're taking JJ, we're taking somebody that starts with the letter J. He doesn't care. JT, do it live, Smitty says Mario. We're doing it live. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, clear as day, JT. We got to go live on Instagram because this is an Instagram, uh, you know, type of deal. So we need to go live on Instagram. So let me let me just let me voice the text this. Live draft, dot, 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 the fantasy football throne, comma, let's go. Okay. Let's put a little emoji in there. A little, little crown emoji, maybe, and a fire emoji. Okay, we're going to hit live. What is up, Instagram? YouTube's already right here live. We're voting on the Fantasy Football Throne 1.1. Your boy Smitty is on the clock. No, 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 no. Check that. We are on the clock. The Fantasy Football Show community is on the clock in the Fantasy Football Throne. We are live. We are live as a group, as a community. I work for you. I work for you. And because of that, you draft my team in Fantasy Football Throne. So drop your vote. We're on the clock. 1.1. Is it JT? Is it JJ? Is it someone else? Toss out your vote. I can already tell you on YouTube, it's been literally 99.99999% other than one person already casted for one player. And I'm pretty sure you know who I'm talking about. It's a little... Look, Little man called JT. And so far in the IG chat, it's overwhelming JT. It should be overwhelming JT. But because this league's for you, I work for you. You got to cast the vote. Someone said David Johnson. Bring it back to David Johnson. <laughs> for those that don't remember first year, uh, there was a guy. Uh, his name rhymes with the Plouncler. And the Plouncler drafted... David Johnson, number one overall, and it was just unbelievable. Like, he was maybe, like, the 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th ranked guy in fantasy football. At the time, he was not a top five guy. And he went number one. It was like, whoa! (laughs) We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Uh, Appreciate everybody watching over on IG. I got everybody over on YouTube. Hit the thumbs up button on the way in the door. And let's, let's kick it off. Let's kick it off. We've got JT, 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 JT votes galore. YouTube's already said unanimously, except for uh, Kimball says Chubb. No, Kimball. No, Kimball. Um, JT's on a mission, says Mario. Let's go. Media. Media tested positive for the, the 19th. Sorry, media. You'll be fine, bro. You're a young kid. You're spry. Um, once the fever's over, you'll be good to go. I'm confident. Uh, Rico says Harris. We got a couple people saying JJ Harris, but it's it's minor. It's a couple people. We literally have, I'd say, 95% JT vote coming in. In between Instagram and YouTube, I'd say we already collected at least 100 JT votes and maybe... Two JJ votes, maybe two Najee votes. It's literally a 95 to 98% JT out of at least 100 votes so far. Very confident nothing's going to change. We're going to punch it. We're going to go in. I'm going to pull up the. I'm going to pull up the league. 
uh, and we're going to punch this this uh, JT uh, draft selection through. So I'm going to pull up the league right now, the fantasy football throne. 2022 is kicking off right this very second. I'm pulling up the league. Draft room, I'm entering. Begin draft. On the clock. Let me let me let me screenshot this because this is beautiful. This is beautiful. This is a work of art. Right there. On the clock, the fantasy football show in the fantasy football throne. We select, ready, listen to this music to your ears. Jonathan Taylor. Boom. Is now a member. Wow, fantasy fantasy football polls just selected Christian McCaffrey like immediately. <laughs> that was hey polls, are you watching right now? That was immediate, bro. Like I literally drafted Taylor and like 1.4 seconds later he punched McCaffrey at number two. That means that fantasy football beast is on the clock already. Polls must have already pulled his audience and had that sucker ready. I just want to make sure polls that was you and not some glitch. Cause that was that was immediate, bro. That was immediate. Here here's the draft so far. This thing could take like literally uh three weeks to four weeks to, to get through because every time the expert is on the clock. Uh, a couple people saying shady polls. Shady, you immediately made the pick unless you organize this ahead of time. We already got controversy. I'm just kidding, Pools. I'm just kidding. We're trying to create controversy in the league. We we miss controversy. Um, but I forget what I was even going to say. Taylor McCaffrey beast is on the clock. Oh, yeah. If if basically you're on the clock, you have like a good one, two, three hours to collect your vote. You can do it ahead of time. Like polls, if you and I'm confident you did collect your vote ahead of time that's good that helps the league move forward that was excellent work we're not mad at that at all you can savor it a little bit you know savor the the voting process for an hour or two or three um we we prefer you try and do it an hour or two um sometimes a lot of you have jobs some of you aren't sitting at a uh, in a ridiculous life in front of a, a computer with uh, blue lights all over so i understand like you guys take your time do what you got to do appreciate you and um once you guys make your pick the next person's on the next community is on the clock and that community will then throw a pull up go live however they want to do it okay and so we get through about nine picks a day i'd, I'd say so you're not really gonna you won't always pick every day and especially if your picks are far apart like we probably won't pick again today that's almost a guarantee we may not even pick tomorrow uh, so the throne is underway totally totally guys make sure you get on over to YouTube this is we're a little a little bit more interactive on this right now um, let me just type this in here on YouTube let me pin this bad boy link in bio by the way link in bio 
Um, we got him. We got him, boys. We got him, boys. We got him, boys. JT is officially a The Fantasy Football Show member. Um, Triple X says, uh, hey, Snotty, you see the James Robinson news? Let's pull up the news. I'm pretty sure I know the news you're talking about, but let's pull it up and read it. There's a lot of news this morning that we need to talk about. A lot of news. Uh, Jalen Ramsey underwent shoulder surgery. Um, What's up, guys? What's up, Thor? What's up, Merlin? What's up, Aaron? Appreciate you guys all being here. File on in. Um, Are you talking about the the expected to be cleared news? Like, it's, it's fine. Look, he tore his Achilles tendon. He tore his Achilles tendon. He's not going to be taking away ETN's job. I hope that it lowers the value of ETN. It probably will. And there will be people that will argue that for good reason, they're going to be worried about ETN. And, that, and that's fine. I'm not, I'm not, uh, I don't care what other people think. I don't care what other people think. What's up, Christian? What's up, Christian? Um. Yeah, let's go over some of the news, guys. Who do you think... Who do we love at the turn? I don't know who we're going to take at the turn. We're going to have to take that as it comes. And we don't want to play our hand out too much in public. But I think we're going to be happy with the turn pick. I think we're going to be real happy with the, the turn pick. Um, Doug Peterson sees Robinson as a three down back. That's fine. <laughs> you can see him. Look, you're going to... Sometimes when the order of questioning or when a coach asks you something about a player. Like, hey, do you like this player? Hey, what do you think of this player? Oh, he's fantastic. He's a three down back in the NFL. Like Robinson may be, may have been a three down back. Robinson's coming back from a torn Achilles tendon. Would somebody raise their hand in the Instagram chat or the YouTube chat? I'm over on YouTube. If you want a little bit more interactive experience, um, raise your hand. If you can remember or can recite a running back that has torn their ACL that has returned to a top 10 running back form or become a top 10 running back after tearing their, their AC, their, I'm sorry, their, their Achilles, not their ACL. Their ACL is Adrian Peterson. Dalvin Cook is an ACL. So please understand what, what we're saying here. Somebody raise their hand and tell me one running back in the history of the NFL that has torn their Achilles tendon that has ever become a top 10 running back or return to top 10 running back form i'll give you the answer none 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 no running back in the history of the nfl has torn their achilles tendon and returned to top five to ten running back form ever merlin says acres or am i wrong has acres returned to top 10 running back form merlin have you seen top 10 running back form out of acres far as I remember, he, he walked into the game and got smothered and has not returned to top 10 running back form. He is the the current guinea pig of new and advanced research that may get him on the field sooner, but no running back has... You guys are getting Smitty worked up! Warning. Warning. We're approaching ramp mode. If I calm down... 
I may not turn into a monster. Warning. Warning. Threshold and stable. There are a lot of you dropping Adrian Peterson names in the chat like you don't understand the difference between an ACL and an Achilles injury. There are a lot of you. Alert. Maximum levels reached. Prepare for transformation. Alert. Maximum levels reached. Prepare for transformation. Time for a Smitty rant. Can we please stop acting like we have evidence that a, a torn Achilles tendon, this Achilles tendon is right here. I want everybody to go ahead and grab this, what feels like a cord on the back of your leg. Grab it gently, please. And just kind of run your hands right there above your heel. This, what feels like a big thick cord is called your Achilles tendon. This is that prison injury where you're walking and somebody shanks the bottom of your heel so that you never walk the same. Why? If if ACLs were the big injury in prison and you were walking by, don't you think somebody would just go, boom, knock your ACL? And No, because you can recover from an ACL injury. The reason this was the prison injury where someone would just shank your, your Achilles tendon is because you would never walk the same again. This would be you in prison. Ready? Please open cell 25. Here comes Smitty. Someone got his Achilles last week. He'll never be the same again. He's going to walk through the rest of his prison time just dragging the leg. There's a reason this was isolated and chosen as the main prison injury to give someone if you want to take them out for the remainder of their stay. There have been zero running backs in the history of the NFL. And when I say running backs, I mean a running back. Not Kevin Durant. Not a player that plays basketball or a cornerback. Look, when you are a wide receiver or a corner in the NFL, you, let's say you're a wide receiver. Let's put it into perspective. Ow. Let's put it into perspective. You're running the ball, okay? You might expect a hit here or two. You might get hit by a cornerback. You might get hit by two cornerbacks at once. You might get hit once in a while in the back and, and be unexpected. Take an unexpected step or explosion. When you're a running back, you're running up the gut, getting hit left and right constantly from all sides. You have no control over whether your body's going left, right, up, down. You're getting smashed into the ground. You have a 300-pound lineman here, 300-pound lineman here, 300-pound lineman here, all hitting you 900 pounds of force and a, a linebacker jumping on top of you at the end. Every play that you partake in, could be well over a thousand pounds of force and hits and misdirection and explosion. And imagine your sliced Achilles tendon healed up. You're worried about it and you're trying to run through and explode through the A gap while you're getting absolutely blasted left and right, smashed into the ground. Thousand pounds of pressure. Down you go. Down you go. 
That's how it feels to be a running back. When people try and act like being a running back, this is this gain is up really high. How's that? How's that? Hello, how's that? Let me, let me turn this down a touch. Because this mic is hot. I know I'm screaming, but... When you, uh... When you carry the football in the NFL, that single carry up the A-gap with the thousands of pounds of pressure and hits is so far different that one impact and abuse you take, it probably amounts to what a wide receiver endures all game long. And you take maybe 18 totes of that if you're a top 10 running back. If you're not taking 18 or 20 totes up the gut, getting that kind of force, then you're not a top 10 running back. So this guy, Cam Akers, rushes back onto the field. Rushes back. Doesn't take his time. Comes back after six months and people come out and say things like, Smitty, Smitty, Cam Akers, am I wrong about Cam? Sorry, Merlin, I'm not trying to throw you under the bus, Merlin. But when Merlin says, hey, Smitty, am I wrong about Cam Akers? Isn't Cam Akers one of those people? No, he's not. Cam Akers has not returned to form. Cam Akers never was a top 10 running back. He was a prospective top 10 running back. He could become a top 10 running back. He was definitely on his way to becoming a top 10 running back. But don't say that Cam Akers has returned to top 10 running back production and form because he was never there. He was probably going to go there, but he was never there. So I don't want to hear that he is an example of somebody that has successfully already returned when he didn't look good at all. Not his fault. He was six months recovered from a torn Achilles tendon. So yes, it was his fault. One of the dumbest decisions he ever could have made. And if you say, well, he got through that okay. Not necessarily. If you drive your car without brake pads because you're down to the rotors, and and you take it another month or two, and then you go get new brake pads, do you think maybe you're in the clear? Do you think maybe you've caused damage to your vehicle that you can't really undo just because you did take the proper rehab and course and get the brake pads fixed, and you you did escape major injury, he didn't re-injure anything? Achilles injury players have a high, high percentage chance of suffering some form of of another major leg injury the year coming off their Achilles injury return that year. So am I worried about James Robinson? Am I worried about James Robinson? Am I worried about James Robinson when this guy ETN is out to eat in 2022? When he's ready to absolutely rumble? When this guy is looking to become a mini Christian McCaffrey. When I say many, I don't mean to disrespect him. He could definitely become very, very good to a level that's not baby or poor man's McCaffrey. Not saying that. McCaffrey's McCaffrey. It's going to be hard to ever replicate the kind of usage and volume. Now, I've told you all offseason long, Doug Doug Peterson is a running back by committee guarantee. Guarantee. He, everybody said, Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders in Philly, Miles Sanders, who else are they going to run, Smitty? Smitty, I know you keep saying Doug Peterson's going to run a running back by committee with Miles Sanders, but who do they have? They only have Boston Scott. I don't even know who this guy is. And guess what? Miles Sanders was not the, the lone back. Doug Peterson lives for running back by committees, but there are two things going for ETN 
that are going to make this completely different than normal. Number one, ETN is special. He's special. He's not Miles Sanders. He's not Miles Sanders. He is special. He is unique. He is different. He is the best wide receiver on the roster. They have Christian Kirk. I don't care. ETN's the best pass-catching player on the entire Jaguars roster, which means he's going to be forced onto the field as a wide receiver, spread out wide. Maybe Robinson's in the game, too. Maybe Robinson does play a lot more than even I expect, but it's not going to be at the cost of ETN, who can move all over the field. ETN can be out wide. He can get carries up the gut. He is a, a the kind of running back like Alvin Kamara in his best state and best usage, which is not a 1,000-yard rusher. You don't want Alvin Kamara running for a 1,000 yards. You want Kamara running for like 800, 900 yards, which is like less than 50 yards, 58 yards per game. Um, with the extra game, I forget what the exact number is. It's like 55. Less than 55 yards per game rushing. That's not a lot. That's not a lot. ETN can run in a committee, even in a committee of rushing, a running back by committee behind center. Like under center, you've got Trevor Lawrence, who has rapport with ETN, wants him on the field constantly. This man, ETN, lining up in the backfield is most likely capable, even in a running back by committee, of getting 900 yards rushing, 800 yards rushing. That's what we want. We don't want more rushing yards for ETN than eight, 900 yards because we're going to ask him to pull in seven to 800 receiving. At least 650 to 800. You want this guy Ultimately, as a 900 and 900 running back, I mean, of course, a 1,000 and a 1,000 would be phenomenal, but not in Jacksonville. They're not ready for that yet, even though there's a rapport from college between Trevor Lawrence and this man, ETN, the rapport that I think even Peterson can't step on, which is my point number two, so hang tight. This guy, this guy, Travis ETN, from a running back by committee backfield, is going to literally rush for 800, 900 yards, Maybe pull in 800 receiving yards, 700, maybe 650 at the least. Pull in double-digit touchdowns, maybe five or so on the ground. Call it five, six, four, six, whatever. And then another four, five, six, seven, whatever through the air, depending on how much they use him. Trevor Lawrence, number two, point number two. So talent, talent, 800, 800, 900, 900. This is what ETN could become. And he's so good at catching the football that Doug Peterson will put him on the field. He's so good at catching the football that Doug Peterson won't necessarily have full control because Trevor Lawrence is going to say, I need him on the field. This is my guy I trust. He can catch anywhere on the field. Put ETN on the field. Spread him out wide. The the last regime, even though they were garbage, almost wanted to convert him to a wide receiver. He's so good. He is arguably the third or fourth best pass-catching player in the entire draft. In the entire... You could argue the third if you wanted. You could literally argue out of all the wide receivers in his draft class, he was the third best hands in the entire draft. And if you disagree, that's fine. I don't really care. Because that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Not how you feel. It's how I feel. Doubter. Bob. And I'm not talking to the majority of you. I'm talking to Bob. ETN, ETN is to, to the moon. ETN to the moon.
CM, uh, C-Mac, what's up, C-Mac? C-Mac says, Smitty showed up to work barefoot, living the dream. Bro, I don't. The only time I put, I mean, I, I like to wear socks. The only problem with that, and don't tell, don't tell Miss Smitty this. I don't want to, I don't want to create a problem. <laughs> I don't want to create a problem. The only reason I don't wear socks anymore, because I have to wear, I love wearing socks. I wear socks all day. I don't wear shoes at the office here. I just wear socks. Um, we have this cat. And he's got hair all... I can't drag hair into the studio. But I, I I was so used to wearing socks, I've had to get used to not wearing socks. Otherwise, I collect all the cat hair and I bring it into the studio. This is a hair-free zone. There's no cat hair in here. There's no cat hair in here. Uh, what's up, everybody on Instagram? Appreciate you watching. Uh, 73 of you in here, please punch the thumbs up button if you're new. Subscribe. Hit that subscribe button if you're new and wipe your feet at the door. Dalvin Cook, the like button. Um, guys, we've got Jonathan Taylor. Christian McCaffrey went number two almost immediately. I felt like, and I, I may have misremembered this, but I almost felt like McCaffrey got drafted before I hit the button on Jonathan Taylor. I don't know if I can create a little drama between Poles and I, but Poles, what what happened? How'd you do that? Did you hack into the system? Or did you cast this vote on, by yourself? I'm just kidding, Poles. I'm just trying to create drama. Poles is a good dude. He does Poles. That's what he does. So I'm sure he already pulled his people. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure it's taken care of. I'm, sure, I'm pretty sure Poles did his job. Uh... Anyway, so we, we've got uh, Fantasy Football Throne 2022 underway. Thanks, C-Mac, for being in the house. Thank you, all of you, for being in the house. Uh, let's open up the phone line, shall we? C-Mac, if you're still watching, dial up. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Call into the show. Dial 602 NFL. The show. Dial up. Do it live. Uh, ask away, have a question. Um, who was the guy that called in yesterday about Leonard Fournette and Aaron Jones and I hung up on him? I, I did answer your question eventually, buddy. Who is that? Who is that? That was, uh, forgetting his name. Um, first person in the building today was Swaggy. Swaggy, appreciate you being here. Good buddy, good pal. You are the man. Uh, Jeb was second, followed by, uh, uh, 49er, followed by, Pearson, who is a YouTube exclusive member, I might add. And if you don't know what that is, get your your crap together and get on over to the main YouTube homepage of my channel and click that blue join button. And I can actually show you here what it, what it looks like. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Hey, Smitty, it's Terry. Terry. Yeah, how's it going this morning, man? Hey, uh, good pick with the JT's pick, man. We're, we're on to a good uh, start. Hard to screw it up there, Terry. You have to be a, yeah, a, a yeah, complete yeah. a-hole to screw up that 1.1 pick. Um, and we nah, did, and, and we and we were not a-holes today, Terry. We were on our game. We were sharp. We were ready. We came prepared. We did it live. We drafted JT, and we're on our we're in the driver's seat, Terry. Yes, sir. Get it done. Get her done. What What do you got for me? Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, a lot of people uh, was were talking about Robinson being a threat for ETN. I'm sorry. 
But if anything else, I agree with you. I mean, I I hope this Robinson news uh, puts ETN a little bit further down. Yeah. Puts him, like, in the seventh round. That'd be really awesome. It's a gift. You know? It won't knock him to the seventh round, but, like, knock him to the fifth round again. You know, I'll take that. Or at least. Yeah, I'll I'll take that fifth round. I mean, there there is some risk, Terry, and that's why, like, the risk is baked in. In my opinion, it's completely baked in to even fourth round value. But if he falls to the fifth round ETN we're talking about, then we're especially talking about baked in value. Because even in a committee, which he will be in to an extent, because Doug Peterson runs a committee. That's just the way it is. But the unique thing, as I tried to explain in my rant, and hopefully I did a decent job. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I got to go on a rant again tomorrow. I don't know, Terry. But my point is yeah. that ETN is so valuable in the receiving game that they can't take him off the field. And so Trevor yeah. Lawrence is going to command it. He's going to get a lot of what he wants. He's a young quarterback. They need him to be successful. Doug Peterson just lost his job in Philly recently, comes over here, and he can't afford to not utilize his weapons. And this team is uniquely lacking in big playmakers and ETN sticks out like a sore thumb. So if he actually tries yeah, to take sure. if he actually tries to take him off the field in some weird way, meaning like you put an injured Robinson out there and no he's not gonna be healthy. And I know a lot of people are he's gonna not pretend, gonna be hundred percent. No, no will, he, ain't no way. He has zero percent chance, Terry, zero of being fully healthy at any point this year. Zero percent. There's not wiggle room right. or anything. You are never 100% coming off an ACL, and that's an easier injury. You're 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 almost never 100% ever coming off the Achilles in, in your history of being a professional athlete. We haven't seen the new treatments and different things that they're doing now, stem cell to the Achilles to really say that it can't become the ACL the new ACL where you can tear an Achilles and come back, but it's different. The Achilles tendon is a tendon. The ACL is a ligament. The ACL is, here's the difference. And you guys, I'm not a doctor, but I I should be at this point. I should be. I've been, I've been talking about injuries for 20 years professionally. Okay. I I've got injuries pretty much on lockdown, especially when it comes to knees, Achilles, Achilles, Achilles tendon. ACL ligament. When they when they do a, uh, an ACL surgery now, they used to take a cadaver ACL, which was a dead person's ACL. They take it out of said dead man, and they put it into your knee, and you'd have a little bit quicker recovery. You could get back on the field a little quicker. They now do the patellar tendon situation, which is what I had done. They take. Let me go to the. Uh, actually, I can just show you on the. On this, they take they take your this is your patellar tendon. Your kneecap is is right there, and you can kind of move like if you don't flex your leg, you can kind of and you leave your leg relaxed but extended. You can move your kneecap around, and your patellar tendon goes on top of it. It's connected on it. And it goes down in and then goes into your shin bone. Um, they cut a hole, a window out of your patellar tendon. Take that window, that little strip. They just cut a little window out. And they take that piece 
and they drill a hole into the bottom part of your joint. They drill a hole into the top part right where your ACL goes. Ouch. They put it in there. They put it in there, and then they put screws in there oh my into God. the hole. They, they drill screws into the hole. Those screws have holes in them, and your bone grows into the holes, and it latches on and jams this ACL in there. Now, the ACL needs to attach and become part of that, that area. So it takes a long time yeah, for it get, to heal. Otherwise, yeah. you just pull the pull ACL right out of the hole if you just start running on it or something. This is what people don't understand. Yeah. Could you run two weeks after, or, or let's say, so you're not supposed to run for a certain amount of time. Pro athletes have a different timetable. When you're an average Joe, they didn't let me run for one year. The, the standards have changed here and there. I don't know what they are now. But they wouldn't let me run for one year. An athlete's going to be on a much quicker timetable. But could you come out and run three weeks after an ACL tear? You absolutely could. But what would happen is that ACL has not grabbed your your body, your the joint, the holes that they drilled and the screws in there. It has not grabbed onto that ACL completely yet. And it will slip out a little bit if, because it's not tightly in there. So could you come out and run after a torn ACL? You could. Could Cam Akers rush back onto the field after a, a, a torn which I have my other model, a torn Achilles tendon. This is the back of the foot. Could he go out there and run? He could. He did. Does he cause damage to that Achilles without completely tearing it? He could. He maybe did. So for those that think because he didn't end up on IR or injure himself again, the fact that he was deemed okay coming out of that, we don't know what kind of damage he caused. Kind of like driving your vehicle without brake pads and just damaging the rotors and then getting the brake pads replaced a month later and not even looking at the rotors. We don't know what he did to this uh, this Achilles tendon. Um, I forget where I was going with that, Terry, but I, I think I was merely saying something about yeah, Robinson. Yeah, you're just Robinson. making making a point about how long it's going to take to yeah. recuperate from that kind of injury. Robinson, Robinson, know. his Achilles tendon. He's not necessarily an older running back, but he doesn't have the pedigree, so to speak, to, in my opinion, be a very successful Achilles no. tendon recovery and return. He, will, will he, he be on the I field? think I think he lost a lot of explosion. You know, like a year and a half ago when he was doing really awesome, he lost a lot of that explosion when he got hurt. Yeah. So yeah. will he be yeah. on the field will he be on the field again, Terry? Um yeah. Will he be on the field right away? So, yeah. It sounds like it. Does that mean he's gonna look effective? Let me ask you a question. Cam Akers, everybody's darling. Everybody thought Cam was gonna just go to the moon. Did yeah. Cam Akers look good upon return of his Achilles tendon? No. He was consumed no. and corralled up. He got caught from behind all the time. He didn't look good. It was granted his yeah. first game back. He I understand that. He didn't look good at all. But we have to, like I always say to everybody, when a, a player suffers a potential career-ending injury or a, a season-ending injury, and I know some people are going to say, Smitty, this is uh, hypocritical because ETN suffered a, a season-ending injury. But we're seeing ETN on the field. If anybody hasn't watched ETN's this ETN's on the field, though, yeah. He looks quick. He looks quick. Yeah. He's on the field. He says he's 100 He says he's 100%. So does Cam. So we can't just trust, hey, I feel 100%. But 
but ETN <laughs> looks 100%. Once I see Cam right. exploding and out there, maybe I'm a little bit more positive about Cam's middle round ADP, but I'm still going to be against Cam Akers because he's injury prone. He makes bad decisions. He leads with his head. He's going to suffer some kind of neck injury if he doesn't change the yeah. way he, he creates impact. He lowers his head and invites impact. He When he was on the field during the playoffs, hey. he comes back. He, hey. he goes head-to-head against a defender, and he got lucky the defender didn't. I believe they carted him off the field, or they're going to, because he lowers his head. I've been telling you guys that since the beginning of when he entered the NFL. He lowers his head. He uses his head when he makes impact with linebackers. That's how he That's how he goes through. He barrels through yeah, people. that's how he goes through the holes. Exactly. You know, you're Scott, not gonna, being a running back, you're not going to last forever doing that. Scott you know, says not he's not move. Batman, and Scott's not wrong, if that's what yeah. Scott means. Uh, right. ter- Terry, hit me with one more, and then i got to move on to other calls. Uh, uh, what about, uh, what about Taylor? I mean, uh, uh, a couple people were saying, uh, uh, they don't think Taylor's going to be an RB1. I really think, uh, it's going to be a close call. Uh, Taylor. Uh, cause Najee, Najee is also good, but so, so is Eckler and you got all the guys. Terry, Terry, who says Taylor's not an RB1? What do you mean? Right. Silver was saying that the other day. Uh, Taylor could Taylor. Well, he was saying Taylor's kind of close. He was like Taylor is uh, kind of close. Najee could oh, uh, the be RB1. the RB one. You said not an Ec- RB one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah, because Terry. He was telling me that. Yeah, yeah. That- he was telling me that Taylor. A lot of times. The running backs don't repeat. Is is yeah, the I mean, running uh, the number one running backs in the league? Yeah, that I, I agree with. But I do think Taylor's an awesome pick, though. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll address that off offline here. Appreciate the question, Terry. But don't worry about Taylor. Appreciate you, man. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, Terry. I hit the button there. Uh, dial into the show. Call into the show. Dial six zero two N F L. Um, look. Do running back does the running back one repeat oftentimes? Doesn't always happen, right? It's happened, but it doesn't always happen. It's more likely to not happen, but at the same time, he didn't exactly have the same running back one season. He was unleashed a little bit later. I think we can kind of draw some conclusions that JT was wasn't fully full go all year. And I kind of look at this year as being his first year where he's going to absolutely explode. JT will be fantastic. He's got big hands, big energy. You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. What can I do for you and who am I talking to? What up, man? It's Overcome. Over. What's up, Over? Not much, man. Just uh, working away. So I was just thinking about. Uh, I've been doing a. I've been doing a mock draft just about every day, and uh, draft's not until uh, end of preseason. And I. Uh, what round is it? It's like the uh, fifth, sixth, or seventh rounds. I'm running into these problems with uh, these wide receivers, man. Um, it's like. Got Allen Robinson, Rashad Bateman, 
Um, I think Darnell Mooney's in that round, who I'm usually going for, but Michael Thomas is sitting there too around that, that zone. Who else? Um, I just, I don't know. He, you have any thoughts on uh, uh, what round are we talking? Uh, thinking, just thinking it's five, six, or seven. Just those three rounds. But okay. Well, I'm usually trying to take the running backs early. Yeah, I mean, first of all, round five. Sometimes DK falls. Sometimes uh, you know Waddle falls. Not always, but if they do fall, I mean, those those are potential second round players like the 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 output that they could deliver could be second round worthy so like those are the the clear the clear names now if you get the sixth round i get it they're not going to be there so if we go a little deeper you got mike williams i think he can ball out he was a number who's a top five wide receiver for not just one or two games a string of games and i love mike williams i think herbert to the moon herbert's gonna throw for over 40 touchdowns score a total over 45 total touchdowns Herbert's going to have an MVP season. Absolutely love Mike Williams. I love um, Hollywood Brown, you know, in that range. Hollywood Brown's in that range. He's going he's gonna to dominate yeah. targets because Hopkins is out for six games. And when Hopkins comes back, this rapport is going to be real strong. And it's already strong because these two played together in college. You've got a guy like Elijah Moore I love. I think he has something to say about the number one wide receiver spot and giving it just, just handing it over to Garrett Wilson. I like Mooney a lot. Mooney's a good wide receiver. Um, a lot of people like Bateman. I'm not against Bateman. I just think you got to drop Bateman at a safe place. I love Almond Ross St. Brown. I think he's a fantastic wide receiver to grab in that seven, even seven round range, six, seven round range. Brandon Ayuk is falling and falling and falling, and I don't know why. He's a great six, seven, eighth round player. He goes in the eighth round sometimes. Claypool says he's the number three wide receiver in the NFL. I'm not saying Claypool's right. <laughs> Claypool's a little optimistic. Yeah. He says he's the number three wide receiver in the league. I'm a top he says I'm a top three wide receiver. Claypool's not a top three wide receiver. Some will argue he's not even a top three wide receiver on his team. I will say though that Claypool yeah, Claypool's a, an interesting wide receiver three four that could be a top 50, top twenty wide receiver, top twenty five wide receiver. Most certainly has the potential to do that. He's the alpha. A lot of people want to just throw Deontay Johnson out there and just I don't know why. Like, look, Ben Ben Roethlisberger peppered him with targets over and over and over. Ben's gone. You don't know what Deontay Johnson looks like now with the lights on. This is like being at the club. They turn the lights on. You get to see what people really look like. We don't know what Deontay Johnson's really going to look like now that Big Ben's gone. And I think Claypool, if he stays healthy, which is the, the problem, Claypool is the alpha dog. Pickens could be the number one wide receiver. Like, we don't know what that situation entails, but Claypool's going far enough where I take the chance. There's a lot of wide receivers, man. There's a lot of good. Russell Gage later. Russell Gage in the 40 to 45 range for wide receivers. He's going to have a year. Godwin won't be ready with the ACL. Gronk's gone. Russell Gage, not to the moon necessarily, but he's maybe going to maybe try to get on the shuttle. And get me to press that button. I don't think I'm going to do it, but I think I think he could. I think he could have a, have yeah, one of those, those seasons where you know he's he's exploding. So there's a bunch of wide receivers, pal. I'm going to let you go. We hear a lot of background noise. I don't know if you're you're in the kitchen. Uh, it sounds like you're a chef. Yeah, I'm, I'm at sh- work. Are you a chef? No, man. I'm a uh, installer. Okay. But uh, installing a kitchen. Maybe. Yeah, I'm in a in a in a, in a, in a new house. Yeah, there's okay. a bunch of guys working hey, here. Hey, call- but- 
Call back yeah, anytime. Uh... Call back anytime, man. All right, thanks, man. Yep. All right. You guys hard at work. Hard at work has time to call in. Appreciate you. I appreciate you calling in while you're working. That's dedication. Um, Hit me with another question, guys. Dial in to the show. Call into the show. Dial 602. Instagram over here. What's good, Far Fan? What's good round for Juju? I don't know. Double digit round somewhere. I'm not a big fan of Juju. Brees Hall and redraft the earliest. I take him in the third round. I don't give I don't give a crap. But he's fallen to the fourth, so use the fourth round to your your advantage. The key's the pre rank list. If he's like ten running backs down, then let him fall. He'll fall to the fourth round sometimes. Like why not take why not take uh, advantage of that? What's up? You're live on the fantasy football show. Who am I talking to? Hey Smitty, this is Asher. Asher, hey, uh, drop a bar for me, Asher. Give me a one more Clyde. You don't know what you got until it's gone. So you better draft your player before they're gone. <laughs> Asher. Off the, off the cuff, man. Yeah, Asher is our in-house uh, f- uh, subscriber, follower, uh, musician, if you don't know on our Instagram. Okay, Asher, uh, hit me with a question. What do you got? Yes, sir. Just uh, wondering what you thought about Chase Claypool uh, and his uh, statement he made about being a top three receiver in the league. You think he's got a breakout season ahead of him? I mean, okay, look, again, I I already kind of touched on this a little bit. He's definitely smoking the good stuff to to suggest he's a top, not just threes, or not just number three. He says he's top three in the league. I love the confidence. Um, He's certainly got to prove he's not... He's got to prove he's the top three wide receiver on his team. I, I get that. But Claypool is the alpha dog. Like like stature, build, um, and everybody acting like Deontay's going to be handed the same volume and upside that he had with laser-locking, peppering target, Big Ben Roethlisberger. I think these people are going to be very disappointed in Deontay's ability to bring that same level of fantasy production to the table. Like, it, okay. it, it's... I, I'm right. not saying Deontay can't do it. I'm just saying I'm a little more skeptical that his skill set right. beats out Claypool if Claypool's healthy. Now, the problem is Claypool has a tough time staying healthy. He just... He does. He play. He reminds me of Gronk. Like, Claypool should be a tight end. You know, I really wanted Claypool right. to land in Green Bay, and they didn't draft a wide receiver that year. I really thought Claypool uh-huh. was going to land in Green Bay. If Claypool landed in Green Bay, he would have become a top 15 potential wide receiver. Right. Aaron Rodgers would have fed him perfectly. He's like, he reminds me so much of a tight end, and he and he plays aggressively like Gronk. I feel like he's going to get hurt. You know, will he play 14 games? I don't know. But I think Claypool will definitely be better than everybody clowning on Claypool right now. I think this will be a fun reflection meme where people are like, remember when Claypool said he was going to, he's literally in the top 15 right now. Like Claypool could deliver double digit touchdowns. He's the alpha. This quarterback room is inexperienced. This quarterback room is going to be looking to throw up to a safety blanket. And he's the big dog. He's the catch radius. Yep. Of the size of my studio in here. 
and he's going to be able to go get an errant, inaccurate pass from either Mitch Trubisky or from a, a young rookie still learning Pickett. So Claypool, to me, does fit the bill for being the number one wide receiver on the Pittsburgh Steelers roster. It's health. Staying healthy is his only concern. If he stays healthy, I believe he can have eight okay. to ten touchdowns. I believe he will be the number one wide receiver. I like Pickens a lot, too, for the future. But I don't think Deontay's the number one wide receiver. Yeah. Not in this environment. Not in this quarterback room, bro. I think uh, Trubisky's going to get the start. And I think if Claypool will come down with the 50-50 balls, you know, they don't call him Mapletron for nothing. He's from Canada and came from Notre Dame. And he definitely could have probably filled in. Uh, as a, a tight end, but you know we've got we got Friar Moose last year and Najee, so let's ground and pound. He can be a blocking receiver and like Heinz Ward and and uh, I think Deontay Johnson was a favorite of Big Ben, uh, but I think Claypool's going to connect with these younger quarterbacks regardless of who it is. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha, pal. At least that's, at least that's what I'm hoping for. Thanks for the, thanks for the time, Smitty. Appreciate everything you do. Yeah, appreciate you, Asher. Uh, keep dropping the bangers, bro. All right, I'll send you some more soon. Later. Yeah, Asher's been dropping some some musical bangers in my DMs, and uh, I played a couple of them. Um, this is one of them. It was One More Clyde. Um, we have a couple Asher songs in here. What's up, buddy boy? You're live on the Fantasy Football Show. Who am I talking to? Uh, yeah, is Phil there? Is Phil there? No, Phil's busy. Phil McGrowan? <laughs> is your mom Manny, there? Up, is your it's mom there? C-Mac. Who who is this? C Mac? What's up, C Mac? <laughs> C Mac is in the building. Calling you live from Tampa, Florida. What's Tampa. going on, Smitty? Uh not much, man. Just just uh trying to man these phone lines and talk to the people. You know, you really are hard to get through. You're you're gonna need a phone screener here soon. We're gonna have to pay somebody part time and uh, you know. Yeah, I, in there for you. I need someone to get my omelets. Uh, they'll get my Amazon packages when they deliver. They deliver and 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 screen and run the board. <laughs> Boss life. This is the life you created. I do, I do want to let you know that I am at work. Um, you know, at the bank. So if a customer walks in and it hangs up, I'm terribly sorry. Yeah, I'm at work too. So it's we're good. We're in the same place. Um, wh- Some of us have better jobs than others. Hey, C-Mac, <laughs> This guy Trey Lance is gonna. Light the league on fire. For those that don't know, this is C-Mac. C-Mac, uh, tell them where they can find you, C-Mac. At C-Mac 49er Fire on Instagram. Uh, go ahead over there. Give me a follow. We're doing uh, updates, insights. We're on the quad box with Smitty, Raj, and yeah. uh, Vlad. So, yeah, go over. C-Mac, at C-Mac 49er Fire on Instagram. Go ahead and give me a follow. Funny content, updated. Yeah. Appreciate he, you, he's, he's out of control. Um, but C-Mac, um, he's a Niner, <laughs> Niner page, basically on Instagram and everything, right? So he's going to be pro-Niner. He's going to be very biased. But I, 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 I'm not. And, I, and I'm telling you, C-Mac, and I know you agree, this, this guy, Trey Lance, every single day, the hype's going to grow. We're, we're, we're now hearing analysts finally say, like on big networks, he's going to be special. And finally, we're hearing that from the mainstream media because the mainstream media has been saying all the negative stuff. It's a little frustrating. I almost liked it better when no one was on board and then we just get to slap people, just lick our hands, slap them across the face and and just say, remember what you said? Remember what you said? We got receipts. But now people are coming out uh, and talking about this kid looking like he could be what we've said the whole time 
This is a this is not a good quarterback. This is not Mac Jones or or Fields. No offense, Bears fans, but Fields is never gonna be elite, elite, like top shelf, top tier, flirting with the top five quarterbacks year in and year out. This guy, Trey Lance, has the potential to be a tier one fantasy football quarterback even if he's on the bottom for a while he could be literally literally top five top six top seven this is you know this is a quarterback that's gonna run for potentially 500 to 700 yards punch in you know six seven eight rushing touchdowns on top of having a cannon this is not this is not a lamar jackson situation and you can you can rip on me all you want, not you, C-Mac, but anybody out there that loves Lamar Jackson. He's an okay He's an okay passer. He's an okay passer. He's not an elite passer. You could even call him sometimes a good no. quarterback, but he's not an elite throwing quarterback. If he can't run, he won't be effective. Trey Lance doesn't yeah, even... Yeah, he's not a fucking yeah. Trey Lance scrambles to try and find an open wide receiver. When he's running, he's trying not to run. He's running to find an open wide receiver, and he'll sling it 60 yards. As uh, Eric Davis said, former 49er player, came on to the, comes onto the quad box a lot, and even he said, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to throw footballs that are going to be below the goalpost. He'll throw a 40, 60-yard pass downfield that never goes above the goalpost. And, and that, that, that that's a cannon. That's an accurate quarterback. That's a, that's not a quarterback that's inaccurate. Just going to throw the ball up. Oh, he's over there somewhere, like the meme says. This guy's going to throw darts all over the field. And when he's on the move, I venture to say he's going to be even more accurate. He's going to be in his element. He's going to be rolling out to the right. He's going to see Debo cutting across the field. Ayuk cutting across the field. Danny Gray saying, I'm wide open. Throw it to me. Kittle breaking off yeah. on, a, on a little, like, you know, just delayed, uh, you know, five yard and out. And it's just going to be like, where does he throw? It's going to be spread out. It, it, you know, I don't want to say the greatest game on turf, like when 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 Warner had it all spread out everywhere. I'm not I'm not saying it's going to be like that. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say the sp- right. the spacing of defenders in and how wide open sometimes some of these guys are is going to be very much similar to that in, in terms of that feel. Like, how are you gonna like how are you gonna stack the box against Mitchell? And the running game, and, and maybe Davis Price eventually, when you have literally Trey Lance to worry about, it's just gonna, everything's going to be spread out on defense. That's going to spread out all the all the offensive players. It's going to be phenomenal. Right. Yeah. So I mean, even just talking about talent, yeah, big arm. He's a smart quarterback. Um, he's going to you know adjust to the NFL speed as, as the weeks go on. But I mean, for a quarterback to go into a situation like he's in a perfect spot. Shanahan in the offense. Uh, you mentioned the weapons, Debo, Ayuk, and Danny Gray. I feel like it's going to be one of those those gems that we found. You know what I mean? Late round that just turned into like a superstar. Danny Gray's speed, oh. his route running. He has to get a little bit more physical. But Danny Gray, I feel like, is going to be one of the underrated. You know, one of our George Kittle's, Fred yep. Warner's, those guys that you find late round yep. that turn into gems. Elijah Mitchell. Yeah. Um, so, so just touching on Danny Gray, but but Trey Lance, I mean, and for James Jones of all people, who's been one of the biggest Niner haters in in the media, <laughs> to come out and say something like that about our quarterback, I feel like says says a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, players. He said it too. He said, you know, players are going to say that they're, you know, they love this guy, and but it, 
but it's kind of different. It's like they're saying this kid's going to be a superstar. You know what I mean? You're not going to yeah. try to put that much hype and, and, and no. pressure on your your young quarterback. And we see Mac. We saw it uh, last off season too. Like there is, isn't the first time we've heard people like just absolutely drool over, you know, this situation. Like we heard people come out right. early on last off season. Like we've never seen someone look so good this early. Then that practice footage got leaked where he's like literally throwing, you know, uh, Mahomes type passes in practice. Like it, it's <laughs> it's the sky's yeah. the limit for this kid. No offense to Fields. No offense to Mac Jones. Those guys could become good quarterbacks. This guy could become. Josh Allen. This guy could become the next elite core, like the next elite tier one, even if it's the bottom of tier one, because it's going to be hard to unseat, you know, Herbert and Josh Allen and and uh, Burrow and Mahomes in my mind. Uh, yeah. But like he can float around. He can literally have a cup of coffee with those guys any day of the week. And I think ultimately season long, he'll be right at that table. He'll be the newbie at the table. He'll be the the fourth or fifth wheel at the table, but he'll certainly be sitting at the table, if not often, uh, more than often. So, can't wait. Right. See I, Matt, uh, I got a customer coming in, Smitty, so yeah. I have to go, bro. Yeah, but I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Later, man. Um, all right, guys, I'm out of here. I'll be back uh, a little later. I definitely, uh, phone lines are going off. I definitely would... Uh, Expect me to be back for an emergency live stream at some point. But we drafted Jonathan Taylor in the Throne League. We are excited. I'm live every single Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Eastern, here on the YouTube channel. TheFantasyFootballShow.com is where you can find all my content, my rankings, my bold predictions, my my one-on-one text advice where you can dial me up and I'll, I'll literally... Hey, Bob, go ahead and take a lap. I leave voice messages every reply. So when you text me on the text line, which you can get at thefantasyfootballshow.com, I reply with like a minute or two audio message every time you ask me a question. So you don't you don't have some fragment that you're reading. You literally hear my tone. I You'll hear whether I'm yelling at you and saying, that's an awful idea, don't do it, take a lap. The text service at thefantasyfootballshow.com is second to none, okay? The trade calculator, I invented the trade calculator back in 2003 in the fantasy football industry. Instant-based trade calculator. All of it's at thefantasyfootballshow.com. Instagram, see you later. YouTube, later. Leave a comment. See you at 7. See you at 7 o'clock. Appreciate all of you. Leave a comment. I respond to every comment on the channel. Peace out. We got JT, baby. We got JT, baby. And yes, join that uh, YouTube exclusive group. Do it live. Overcome, thank you for the super chat. Are you still here, Overcome? Appreciate you. Thank you, Pearson. Appreciate you, Pearson. Pearson's becoming a, an OG already. Pearson's a, 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 a staple here on the show now. Appreciate you all. See you at 7 p.m. Eastern. Hit that thumbs up on your way out the door, please. It helps uh, your boy Smitty tremendously.